0: From the Richard A. Brown NIPTY Radio Recording Studios, high above 107 Columbia Street in the heart of Uptown, Downtown Albany, welcome to this week's edition of the NIPTY Practice Tips. When you miss to Thank you, Johnny, and welcome, everyone, to the first edition of the Nifty Practice Tips in 2020. We hope that all of you have been doing well under the new statutes for the first month of the year. We know it's been difficult, but we hope that none of you have really broken out into a cold sweat. But if you are or if you have issues, please be sure to contact us so that we can assist you, as well as reaching out to all your colleagues throughout the state to also help. And if you have any experiences or specific case law decisions, please let us know. So again, we can make them available to everyone. Today we're starting with the first of what we expect to be a number of presentations on speedy trial and the new laws. One of the things that I think is important to remember is that there are some issues in 3030 that up until now have not been very important in many counties. However, with a front load of excludable time being removed by the statutes, we will now be facing some significant issues in many more counties as to the early release of defendants on what we call the 90-day rule. So we're going to begin dealing with 30-30 in 2020. So let's get started. The ultimate effect of the recent amendments to the speedy trial statutes will not be fully known until the defense begins to make speedy trial motions to dismiss cases that are affected by the new statutes. Many of these decisions will be appealed by the losing party. We will, however, be getting previews of the motion court's interpretations of the new statutes in their rulings on defense motions to release defendants being held on bail pursuant to CPL 3030 subdivision 2. In anticipation of these hearings and the subsequent dismissal motions that are inevitable, the people must be diligent to make the proper records at all adjournments to assure they reflect the existence of facts required by the case law to be on the record to support the position that the adjournment time is excludable. Additionally, you must be sure there is a record of due diligent effort to meet the requirements of, quote, exceptional circumstances that make time excludable under 3030 subdivision 4G and also justify statements of readiness filed with a notice of compliance. Let's start with motions to release under 3030 subdivision 2. The rules for determining whether time is includable or excludable are the same whether you are dealing with a motion to dismiss or a motion to release. This is a key fact that cannot be emphasized too strongly. You must appreciate that any decision made by the motion court as to whom particular adjournments are to be charged in deciding a motion to release will be binding on a subsequent court of concurrent jurisdiction deciding a motion to dismiss for speedy trial violations. For this reason, your response to the thirty thirty subdivision 2 motion and the arguments as to why each adjournment should be excluded must be comprehensive. You may not get a second chance to make any additional legal points as to why the time should be excluded in subsequent speedy trial motions either to release or dismiss. As the appellate division held in People v. Kirk, a first department case in which leave was denied by the Court of Appeals in 2006, although the defendant's initial motion sought release from custody under 3032 rather than dismissal under 3031, it turned on the same issues of excludability as any other speedy trial motion. Accordingly, the second motion court properly decided to decline to permit defendant to relitigate issues already resolved by the first motion court. And the court goes on to cite People v. Evans, a court of appeals decision from the year 2000. This rule also raises an additional issue that you must be aware of and careful to properly address. Here's an example. Suppose a defense moves for release under 3032A, claiming there are 95 days chargeable to the people in a felony case. You oppose this motion. The motion court ultimately rules there were only 85 days chargeable to the people and denies the motion to release. Now, the problem with this decision in this particular case is that you believe there were only 50 days chargeable to the people. Therefore, any motion court that subsequently addresses a CPL 3031 motion to dismiss will be bound by the calculations made by the court that ruled on that 3032 motion even if it's the same court remember if you have failed to make all of the possible arguments as to why the time is excludable in your response your arguments subsequently in any appeal to the appellate division, whether made by you or in response to a defense motion, will be limited to the arguments you made in that initial response. So based on these rules, even though you win in response to a motion by the defense to release, if you believe the court has made an error in its calculations, you should make a motion to the court to reargue or renew pursuant to CPLR Section 2221. There is no section in the CPL that directly permits this, but by reference in the CPL, you are permitted to use this section of the CPLR to make this motion to re-argue or renew. Now, this is not an automatically available procedure. You must allege the court overlooked facts or controlling law or there are some new facts for which you have a legitimate explanation for not alleging originally. Now this motion will serve two purposes if the court entertains your motion. First, it may change its decision and charge you with less includable time and as already noted this will then be dinding on any judge ruling on a subsequent speedy trial motion. Even if the court sticks to its original calculations, the record made to support your reargument will be part of the record that may be used in your argument on appeal, whether the appeal is made by you or the defense. If the court denies your motion to reconsider, then the only record that you may use on appeal when the appellate division is addressing the period of time that was litigated in the motion to release is the one made in response to that initial motion. For example, in People v. Jameson, a court of appeals decision from 1996, the people failed to argue in their motion the existence of a valid notice of readiness, and this precluded them from making this argument for excluding that time on appeal. The most significant changes in speedy trial practice in New York is the result of the new discovery law found in CPL Article 245. Before January 1st of 2020, the standard procedure in most cases was that the people would supply voluntary discovery. This was followed by the defense making demands and then motions for discovery pursuant to the rules found in CPL Article 240. Since these statutes required initiation by the defense, these motions, etc. resulted in time being excludable pursuant to 3030 subdivision 4a. Additionally, the people were not required to have supplied discovery before they were permitted to properly announce their readiness for trial. Thus, in the early stages of a felony case post-indictment, there was usually little, if any time, charged to the people. Under the new statutes, the people are not permitted to announce their readiness until they have supplied the automatic discovery of CPL 24520 to the defense and confirmed this with a notice of compliance. Therefore, the ability to stop the clock with an early announcement of readiness is no longer available. What is still available to create excludable time are all the reasons enumerated in CPL 3034 A through J. If one or more of these enumerated factors exists at the time of the adjournment, that time is still excludable. Remember, one of the key factors that applies to the application of the 30-30 subdivision four exceptions, which is at times overlooked is the following. These bases for excludable time in CPL 30 subdivision four do not require the people to have stated ready at some time in the past to trigger their application in the present. These bases for an adjournment are not a function of previous or present readiness. For example, in most situations, A defense request for an adjournment will make that period of time excludable regardless of the people's readiness, either at the calendar call or at some previous time. See CPL 3034B. A perfect example of the application of this 3034B rule for excludable time is the case of People v. Mears, a first department decision from 2008 and the Court of Appeals denial of leave in 2009. The court wrote, we reject defendant's assertion that all the time between the declaration of a mistrial at defendant's first trial and the commencement of the second trial was chargeable to the people because the people never declared their subsequent readiness. On the contrary, adjournments necessitated by trial counsel's numerous absences and by defendant's trial on another charge were excludable. Additionally, the adjournment from May 19, 2004, the day of the declaration of the first mistrial, to June 2, 2004, the next court date, was set down for control purposes, and as defendant conceded, this period was not chargeable to the people who were entitled to a reasonable time to prepare for the retrial. And that's going to conclude today's portion of what will probably be a many-parted series on the new laws relating to speedy trial we hope that all of you will go to the pe for the written version of this and probably more importantly go to the pe for all of the information that we have there for you relating to discovery speedy trial and anything else that you need you are going to find there and if you don't find it we will hook you up with someone who can assist you so please let us know all about unique or new issues that are coming your way with the new laws so we can all work on these together our thanks as always to our crack producer and man just back from Disney, Jonathan Marconi Crispino to all of you out there a happy new year be well and stay ready my friends when you kiss me, darling. When you miss me, baby.